Well, praise the Lord. I'm here. I am here. I can tell you guys that I've missed you, missed being able to uh, converse and talk about the things that are on my heart. And I am so happy to uh, to be here experiencing some death in my life. Uh, had a good friend get killed in a tragic car accident with himself and his daughter in the vehicle. So I've been going through the grieving process with that. And I would be, uh, it, I would be in error if I did not mention Mike Ferris and Alexa Ferris. Um, in this broadcast because they a lot of people don't know this and everybody goes through changes in life and I didn't know Mike in his latter years but when I um when I first came back here from Germany shout out to Bitburg Germany um Mike was one of the first people that I met at Calvary it's now called Calvary Church it used to be called Calvary Assembly of God and he was a military member at the time. And him being in the military, he was young. Uh, he was always a giving person. Um, when I knew him in my, my younger years, I think I met him when I was 18 or 19 and started attending um, Calvary Church. And, dude, we did a lot of stuff. You know, with the youth group, with uh, it was Solid Rock. Then it went to Kaleo. Um, he was a, a strong leader. And you know, when I first when I first started getting into the prophetic, and this this is strange, and this is why I'm I'm sharing this with you because you don't know how people are going to end up or where they're going to start. You know, and life happens. Life hits people. And changes them. Some of their circumstances are not good, and some of them uh, unfortunately carry them away from the deeper things of Christ. And it's it's hard being in the prophetic realm, the prophetic ministry, because there are so many kooks and flakes that come by, and I, I aim and aspire to not be a kook or a flake. Um, with some of the things, actually with all of the things that I share with you, I really do believe that they're from God, they're from the heart, but I'm, I'm dragging this out because I don't really know how to say this. Mike was the, uh, we would go up on the streets in Wilmington, Delaware, and we would feed the homeless, we would give them clothes, we would give them food. I mean, it was it was a regular thing, and Mike was, I don't know if he spearheaded it or he just volunteered to do it. And I would always go up with him. And on this one particular Friday evening, we went up and we delivered some uh, some food and some clothes to a homeless shelter. And Mike said, hey, you got to get prayer from these, these ladies. They're really, really good. They really pray really good. So I, I didn't know any better. I said, sure, you know, I'm not going to reject any offer for prayer because I need a lot of prayer <laughs> always. And um, if you're legitimate and want to pray for me, please pray for me. If you're not legitimate, keep your prayers because I don't, I don't need to be bound up with any witchcraft <laughs> from anybody. But 
long story short, I think that was the first personal prophetic word that I had received um, from someone who did not know me from Adam. And the way that it was done, it was so smooth. It was through a prayer. But the person started prophesying to me about my life, things that had happened to me. And I know that I know that there's no way she could have ever known this. And this is how I always know that the spirit of the Lord is good and the spirit of the Lord is truth. And she read my mail. She read my mail. And I'm standing there in the midst of, you know, this homeless shelter. We're picture this. We're, you're in the storefront church on Third Avenue, Third Market Street, I think it was. If I get it wrong, please don't shoot me. It was it was years ago. Read my mail. I mean, just completely. You're gonna do this, 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 this has happened to you. This so I'm standing there balding. And he's just like grinning from ear to ear. He was like, I told you it was good. I told you they, they can pray really, really good. And I said, Yeah, you're right. So we went home. So that kind of started my thirst and my hunger for uh understanding the spiritual gifts and understanding uh the prophetic yearn for it. Um you know I believe he had a part to play in that in my life. Um in in latter years had conversations with him, thanked him for doing that, thanked him for taking it. And he I don't know if he was being humble and saying he didn't remember, didn't know, but there came a point in his time where he did not believe in the prophetic at all. Um, and everybody's journey is everybody's journey. I'm not condemning him. You don't have to be prophetic to go to heaven. Um, but it always struck me as strange that for such a powerful experience that he, um, if it wasn't for him, I would have never had. And then for him to deny it and then to deny the prophetic, it was, his death was, was hard. His death, his death is really hard. And anyone who's been through death, you know that it's not an easy thing. And it stirs up the deepest of emotions that you possibly could uh, uh, imagine. And if it, wasn't, if it wasn't for Will Smith being in the movie, I would tell you to go watch Collateral Beauty because it's an ex to me it's an excellent representation of some of the things people who grieve go through. But me and Will Smith are on the outs. Um, I really can't believe that he smacked uh, can't think of the guy's name, the other comedian, and literally walked away scot-free. And that just, that angers me to no end. So I'm not going to tell you to watch the movie. Um, maybe you can buy the transcript and read it. <laughs> can get the knowledge out of there out of out of reading the transcript because I just at this point in my life I can't stand Will Smith and I probably will not ever be able to stand him um, unless he makes some changes. This is going to anger my sister because she feels like he was under the influence of witchcraft. You you he was he was I'm not not going to deny that. Um, Jada Pinkett Smith did some dirt continues to do dirt and she doesn't she doesn't get held accountable for that either. But I believe as a man you have responsibilities to 
speak the truth, stand up for yourself, and take accountability for your actions. And to this day, he has not had those steel handcuffs put on him. He's not been charged. And I don't think that's right. But anyway, I digress. Death. Death sucks. It sucks for those who are left behind. For those who have passed on and stepped into eternity, they're, they're having a good time. They're living a glorious life. They're out of the misery that is this world. And I'm not saying that uh, this to, to bring you down on Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving holiday weekend. It's just the reality. And, and if you don't deal with death, if you don't properly process it, it can put you in a bad place for a very long time. My father passed away six years ago to uh, a quick and uh, uneven battle with cancer. It was completely uneven. It blindsided everybody, blindsided me. Um, And we're still trying to wrap our heads around that. So I cannot imagine uh, what Mike's family is going through, you know, having to, to lose a loved one in such a fashion and then to lose their daughter at the same time. It just, so I've been going through, been going through processing emotions, um, observing some things that have been going on, obviously in the political realm and in the church realm. I, I tell you, church people, they, they, they really, they really think they know everything. They really think that they are, uh, God, and, and you always hear me say, I, I never know everything. I could be completely wrong, but this is what I feel. And some of the stupidities that are going on within the church, I have to cite and reference Creflo Dollar. I don't know how you as a Christian can bring a homosexual active homosexual into your church and say that she's going to be the next governor and stand there with a smile on your face like everybody else is wrong. What gospel are you preaching? What gospel are you standing behind? And I put a post out there, what's right with the church? And I'm starting to get some comments on that. And um, I I really don't understand. I, I don't. In the, the question that I asked, what's right with the church, is to try to get people to see that there's a greater standard that we're supposed to follow, that we're supposed to live by. And if we don't follow that standard, nobody in the world is even going to be interested in coming to serve the God that we love. And my story is, I like the truth. I've always been told the truth. Um. As you see, I'm fat, and people never hesitate to tell me how fat I am. So I am made constantly and consistently to uh, receive that truth. And it blows my mind that other people can't receive truth about themselves. They, they can't handle it. They don't want to hear it. They completely ignore it. So I know how to deliver truth in a way that I, I don't think is offensive. Sometimes I have a little bit of satirical wits, um, a little bit of sarcasm mixed in with just plain 
hey, this is what life is all about, you know, and if you, if you can't deal with that, um, you really need to get you some serious help because God never intended for you to be religious, um, shouting people down, criticizing people, you know, just, just to the point where you're, no one wants to be around you in your religious spirit. You should be able to, to be normal. You should be able to have a good time. Um, you should be able to enjoy life. And, and I believe that this is what God wants us to do. Notice what I didn't say. I didn't say drink, drug, sex, uh, overeat, overindulge, all of that. I didn't, I didn't say any of that. Just to be able to enjoy the people that you're around. Um, been doing some extra deliverances on people, some exorcisms, and right now the demons are not playing. And I know I just scared off half of the people that was listening because you don't want to believe that a Christian can have a demon, but uh, I've had them. <laughs> I've had them cast out of me. I cast them out of other people. And then the reality is you get hurt and wounded by things in life. And those, those woundings don't go away on their own. You have to pray. And if you can't get them prayed out, then you need to have them exercised out. You need to have them, uh, the power and the authority of Christ push those things out of you because they're, they're going to stay. And seeing some wonderful freedom, some wonderful miracles God has really set some people free and it's it's awesome to see it's awesome to experience this and you know even in the midst of the death and the, and the sorrow that comes from that i still see the beauty of life i still see the beauty that comes from being able to live for christ oh uh, very disappointed in the election results for the midterms. Talked a little bit about that. We'll probably talk about that some more in the days ahead. But I am happy to report that there is a Supreme Court case that is going out. Docket number 22-0380. Where there is some hope that the person sitting in the office right now, Biden and Kamala Harris, will be escorted out because of the falsities of that election. Speaking of falsities, I am officially kicked off of YouTube. So if you've been looking for me on YouTube, you will no longer find me. They, they gave me the axe on November the 23rd. I got an email saying you've com completely, uh, uh, went above our community guidelines, which I honestly don't think is fair. Um, and I, 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 did, I did appeal and fight and all that other kind of stuff, but here, here's the part that I don't think is fair. I think this is probably why they're bad with me. When I put my content out back in 2020 and 2021, YouTube didn't immediately uh, strike it and say, don't say this. So they have systematically went through my, my former YouTube page 
one uh one post at a time and they got enough um after about six posts you know they give you a little ban so you can't load anything so it took about six posts for them to realize that i'm still telling the truth the election for 2020 was stolen um Dr. Michael Brown, who said that the prophets who prophesied that President Trump should should be president was wrong. You know, and, and again, this is my thing with the church. The church is coming against prophetic people, telling them that they should not hear what God is telling them to hear. And I was a prophet, still am a prophet, who prophesied that President Trump was going to have a second term, second consecutive term. And I believe that that was stolen. I believe if this thing ever comes out of court, out of the Supreme Court, the truth will be made manifest that President Trump did, in fact, actually win in 2020. Um, but until that happens, I am not going to change my mind about what the Lord spoke through my mouth and other prophets' mouth, mouths and said, that he was going to have a second term consecutive. Now, I don't know how all this is going to play out. I don't know how it's going to work out, but I believe God. And I feel sorry for any prophet who spoke that out of their mouths, saying that he was going to have a second consecutive term and recanted their prophetic word and walked away and said, God wasn't right. I wasn't right. They came up with an excuse in order to try to earn favor with people in the church. I feel very sorry for you. I, I really do, because when the truth comes out, what are you going to say then? You, you're going to say that, that you were right and you're going to jump up and celebrate with everybody else? I don't want you. I, I will never, ever trust anything that you say. And it's, it's funny, I got... <laughs> Y'all... Sometimes I'm a little ornery. I'm a little ornery. And I've never been cow tipping, but I have kicked some horses, not some horses. I have kicked some golden calves over that people have in the church. And I got in a conversation with a woman that I love dearly. She she's an older woman. And she started telling me about Robin Bullock and uh Kent Christmas and she started telling me how much she loves their prophecies and, you know, it's in it, it Kim Clement. Y'all, I kicked a mess out of this cow. I, I really did. I said, do you realize that God puts false prophets up who are popular, who tell partial truths in the church and the body of Christ follows them with all of their heart? He, re he really does. And I have always believed, and you can ask my wife, I still stand on it this day, that Kim Clement was a false prophet telling the church what they wanted to hear. I believe that Robin Bullock is the same thing. If you look at the prophecies that they spoke, now, here, here's my standpoint on false prophets. They are from God. They are doing the job that God wants them to do. And the reason why they're doing the job that God wants them to do is the church doesn't want to hear the real truth from God about America. And the real truth from God about America is we have fallen into sin. 
We have fallen into sin. And if you look at the degradation that has taken place in America, it shouldn't be. We, we, we're lawless. We're violent. We hate people. We hate people in the church. We come against uh, what's right and what's good. We stand for abortion in the church. We stand for murder in the church. You know, there's so many perverted pastors and bishops and apostles. And I'm talking from the standpoint of they know they're perverted and they're not getting out of it and they're destroying other people. I'm not talking about someone who's trying to get out of it and they're, and they're, they're actively praying, getting deliverance, getting counseling to make sure that they don't do anything that's ungodly. I'm talking about those ones who know that they're wrong and they're still preaching the gospel. They're still standing behind the pulpits and, and they're acting like they're okay. They're not. So I have, I have a severe heartburn with people who, who will not accept the truth that their golden cow is wrong. You know, you're worshiping uh, these prophets. You're worshiping Robin Bullock. You're worshiping Kent Christmas. And, and the things that they're saying, yes, they're being led of the Lord to say them. But what is the deeper truth that you are ignoring because you don't want to believe that America needs to turn and repent? This, this isn't going anywhere. The destruction that God has set for America is still going to take place. Why? Because the church, the leaders in the church, the body of Christ has not gotten itself right. We're too content with being religious. We're too content with being uh, love, 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 but don't correct. Love, 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 but don't tell the truth. We're in a sad, sad state. We're in a sad state. And for the Republican Party, switching gears on you, to reelect Mitch McConnell back as the head of the Senate, something's wrong. Something is something is completely wrong, and I, hey, God bless you. If this is if this is what you want, you you you've gotten it. You've gotten it. If you can't see that this man has done everything in his power to go against traditional Christian values, and he's a part of the swamp, and you reelect him back in there, what does that say about the forty-eight other uh, senators that are there? Who voted him back in? We got a problem. We got a problem. I don't know that much about Kevin McCarthy. They say he's a good dude. Um, we'll say. Time will tell. Time will tell. I do know this. That big red wave that they said we were gonna have, we didn't have it. We didn't have it. And we're we're in this up to, to our knees, up to our chest. In blood and guts that have been spilled. People who have given their all. The people for January 6th that are being held captive, they shouldn't be held. They didn't do anything wrong. It was, it was all a scam. And I, I pray that all of the truth comes out about these things. 
I'm going to keep it light. I'm going to keep it light, but I did want to say hi to everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you so much for following and listening uh, so faithfully and so committed. I am going to start putting out more broadcasts here soon. Um, I'm not even going to go into Russia and Ukraine because it's I don't want to get fired up for the rest of the day. Love you guys. Thank you for listening. Radiant Fire Radio is officially kicked off of YouTube, and I'm happy. So God bless. We're committed to excellence and truth as we conduct spiritual overwatch for your soul. We're committed to bringing the whole gospel to you. Simple truths, given with intellectual integrity, far better than Fox News and CNN combined. Please feel free to contact us with questions, comments, concerns at ChristopherRadiantFire.org. Like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Amazon, Pandora, iHeartRadio and more. Until next time. That was your Overwatch, Einstein. You can thank him later. <laughs>